You're listening to the Could Have Been Champions on ABC <laughs> Radio. What happened there? I'm Jeff Richardson and you're Torch McGee. Good morning yes. to you and Greg Champion, good morning. I'm Billy Baxter. <laughs> Simon Whelan, good morning. Yeah, good morning, good morning. Andy Belair, hello to you. Howdy. Whoop. No. You got me? I'll come no? back to you, Andy. Okay. Billy Baxter, hello to you. Hello, Jeff. Hello, colleagues. Hello, and listener. Andy and Cover. Uh, good morning, Richo, colleagues, footy fans. Nice to see you again, Billy. Nice to be here, Andy. Yeah, and we'll talk to Andy in a minute. He's, he's attending to program no. matters out there. Look, people have been going on yeah. about this and that and how. And the other. Yeah. yeah. But there's really only one story in football this weekend. What's, What's that? that? The showdown. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. No, no. no, no. Look, the story that... is... I, I I saw Ian Cover this morning, and I said everything that needed to be said about the game last night. Can you just repeat what you said? <laughs> what else needs to be said? <laughs> this will come as a shock, but I was actually there. What? 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 At the MCG. You don't. You don't play the G well, Billy. No, well, I did last night. Yeah, I was yeah. a guest of and member. She for a minute you're going to say you were a guest of the committee, not dressed like that. You were. Yeah, I know. I put some slacks on and Good. I had a collared mm. shirt. Did you go and look up that picture of Mark Anderson in the folder to tell you how to dress? Yeah, I did. Yes, yeah, I did indeed. Especially the one with the big X through him. Oh. <laughs> yes. Gee, it's a very special ground at night, isn't it? Oh, the MCG. Yes. Had you ever Are been you, to a night game? How do you think a night not grand final? How no. would a night grand final go, Billy? Oh. What's not for me to say? Well, yes, well, it is. You were, well, you were just saying. I think a night grand final would be good um, in a minor competition mm-hmm. or a competition other than the um, AFL seniors. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, you know, so much has gone by the wayside in terms of history and uh, heirloom and heritage values. I'd hate to see um, the day mm. grand final and the anticipation leading up from breakfast to mm. lunch and into the two o'clock start. I'd hate to see that diminished to, well, take, well, for the sake of fireworks. Instead Gil, of having a listening? curtain raiser, mm. you could play the day grand final and then have a curtain dropper. Well, <laughs> I think that is a very good idea. You could play the VFL grand final mm. and they have a yeah. curtain 30. It was a great atmos last night, Billy, wasn't it? It was. I felt like a final and yeah, it was it warm. Did, did, did oh, you, it was did, so beautiful mild last night. Did yeah. you wear a sleeveless Geelong jumper over a business shirt? Well, not in the members, dear. <laughs> right. So anyway, what? going back to the week before, Cody. Yes. Oh, talk. What well, yes, did you think of the umpiring? A, <laughs> don't get me going. They I, I, do a very gee, difficult job. You know, yeah. I was watching it and I thought... Yeah. Now, Geelong have done everything to win this game, mm. and yet I just had the vibe, mm. Torch. Yes. It, the yes. vibe was there, wasn't yeah, it? it was. That last yes. play, oh. I had forgotten that Papley was even playing. Oh. And then when All I saw that sudden. it was him, it, oh, he's going to kick it. Mm. On his left. Mm-hmm. Yes. Torchy, I don't touch his mic. Oh, Torchy's mic, Andy. Can you hear me, Andy? Yeah. Yeah. We can't hear you. We can't um. hear you, Torch, so you just keep your thoughts to yourself. We'll <laughs> come back to you. It's better Sorry, Torch. <laughs> No, I feared him. I'd forgotten that, that Papley was, had even been playing the game, and suddenly he bobs up. Anyway, makes you realise that it's all just rigged in. Well, the chap yesterday was actually putting a, the ultimate conspiracy theory to me. He said, they've got to change the letters AFL to WWF. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 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 They're just bouncing off the ropes. <laughs> hey? It's just yeah. like the wrestling. The yeah. showdown, yep, all that. And like, yeah. so, uh, Cats, so, they played twice since we last spoke. Yeah. Yes, it's a and, funny uh, thing. It's a funny game, football. Isn't and the form, and the, look, the form fluctuations. Okay. Would, it, would it be tolerated in racing? 
Uh, yes, I'm. I'm encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Greg and I have got to blow our own bags. Have we? Yeah. Oh, we what? don't like blowing our own bags. We love blowing our own bags. <laughs> what about? You tip the swans? I did. That was a pretty good get. I got lucky, yeah. And, uh, and then I followed it up with Richmond will win comfortably last night. <laughs> yeah, well, and then you tried to put the moz on Melbourne. Now, I analysed the whole, the whole season when I indicated <laughs> that the run-on is what's back. Yeah. The run-on. And the side getting the, – one side gets a run-on, the other side gets rattled. Now, if you ever want to see it, have a look at the third quarter last night. Mm. Well, it wasn't even the third quarter. It was about 10 minutes. Huh? Yeah. Right. Talk so to you on. And all the damage know. was done. <sighs> no, thank God for that. <laughs> Football, it's a funny so, game. Yeah, it is. So there were nine games last week. I think you find there's nine games every weekend. Yeah. And he got one. And, yeah. you, and you, you're pumping him up. Oh, he got the yeah, swans. And, and it's a, you've, you've sort of smoothed over a bit the fact that you did try to put the moz on Melbourne last week. And for three quarters, it looked like you'd succeeded. I know. Well... Uh, north, they'll trouble some side. <laughs> and tr- they might trouble one this weekend. Let's hope so. In fact, if North win, yeah. I think Collingwood might be on the bottom after this weekend, depending mm. on other results. I don't think North. Oh, yeah. No, they could. I, they could. I think percentage might just keep Collingwood in, uh, unless yeah. North can kick the sweep. Uh. And if North could get a run on, yeah. on their way to the sweep, yeah. they could kick 20 goals. What happened to the Saints last week, by the way? Oh, well, it was the tiramisu. As, yeah. uh, as predicted by one of our callers, yeah. the antipasta was dry, the, the pasta was overcooked, mm. the uh, veal wasn't really veal, <laughs> but the tiramisu turned it around and all of a sudden we're all back on board was and that, happy again. Was that game played at the Docklands? It was. Is that where you go best? Uh, yeah, I guess we do. Uh, I don't know. Well, we won, the only yeah, we won. Oh, we won up. We won a giant. We had up in Sydney, didn't yeah. we? So but, when's uh, the last time you went to the Docklands? Last week. Was I, it? You the went? The Hawthorne game. I was there. Were you? I was. So There's you... no point asking where did you sit because it's all the same. Uh, well, <laughs> we're in the members' side. They move you around. Uh, I think from round nine, I think they said we're going back to the normal seats. But uh, so they move you around at the moment, so we're all over the place. We've mm. got an appointment next Friday night. Yes, I know. Is, I know. is, is, it, is it the St Kilda home game? Or? It's a St Kilda home game, and I'm going to the, uh, you know, the thing. Oh, well, you're not inviting me as your guest? I'm not inviting you. Oh, shit. <laughs> you I've suffered enough in your company at football games. All either. those years I took you down to Geelong as my guest exactly. to the pit. Exactly. And he enjoyed every minute exactly. of it. Exactly. <laughs> Being patronised from oh, dawn till dusk. Can I, just come, can I just come back to Billy for a minute? You may. Just I was experienced the G at the night football. Uh-huh. Did, did you have dinner before you went, or did you have to have some refreshments during the course of the evening? No, I um, stopped in at the 711 and uh, <laughs> bought an pasty and, yeah. and ate it in transit. So you didn't – oh, you've got to do the whole experience at the footy, don't I you? didn't have time. I clocked off. Yeah. I put the tools away, had a shower, and had to jump and, in the car. And you made the right call because you can't match – the, a properly made Cornish pasty mm. with that's well peppered, oh. and you can't get them at the football. Well, no. you well, don't. I wouldn't know that. that <laughs> you you can, uh, seem to get everything else at the football. You don't oh. really get them at the seven hundred eleven. Oh yes, you can get honeyed this and whatever, but you can't get a pasty. Oh, yeah, so that's a shame. Even at half time, did you feel like going for something? Like, oh, at half time, you probably wanted to talk about the game with whoever you went with. Were you able to hear your conversation? Or they have loud music on. Well, even the loud music and the prattle and the 
And, BJ uh, the and did they flash the lights? Did they flash the lights on and off after a goal? For the um, Richmonds, yes, oh, not for the Geelongs. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I thought that someone kept on kicking out the power to the lights. I think they better tape that uh, connection in because that's – Go for it. Someone will get electrocuted. Yeah. Mm. But it was a lovely experience, Ian, mm. and um, I didn't partake of – well, I found it terribly confusing to get in and, and mm. what have you because I'm so not used to that, but it was very well administered. I have to say the um, the staff – at the MCG are all terrifically helpful. See, what's you, my, people just call them green coats or red coats. No, they're you staff. staff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you have the app on the phone? Did you have to have the app on the phone? No. Just I, to put your QR you oh, know, you, on the you way went in? Under a, under a fence somewhere. Well, uh, not a fence so much as a... As a um, a uh, hole in the security system, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> Underground tunnel. Yeah. When, when the architect sat down to design the northern stand, the first thing they said, right, we've got to put reinforcements to stop Baxter getting in. That's the first. Now, can oh, we just good. look at the stats at the moment? How, yeah. how is um, the Moz on Simon Goodwin looking in, in tracking against Norm mm. Smith? I've had a real good look. Yeah. Mm. They'll, get, they'll get through the first 10 games undefeated. They cannot be beaten today. So, and no. then Even the- when they were challenged last week, they were five down, they got mm. up. Yeah. Right. Did they, I didn't think they got five goals down. Were you five down, Andy, at one stage? Were you five down at one stage last week? Four. Three. 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 They've got some not easy games, no games easy, no, but it's they not have great. some certainly winnable games uh, in the next four weeks. They're all they? winnable. You it's a, a big advantage of not making the, ones the finals you lose. The before. You become but an no, expert, Bill Bates. In terms of just the, when the Norm Smith boom was going to drop, how are we looking? Well, it's a, it was eight games with Norm. And what have they won, Six. Or seven? Where, uh, where are they up to? Seven. We've had seven. Seven rounds. We've had seven rounds. No, with, with Norm. No, we're, it's they, the seventh round now. Weren't they nine we're, and one with Norm? Oh, no, you're right. It yeah, it's three. the eighth round now, yeah. yeah. But I think they won the first eight. Sure. Yeah. They did. So, so it's tracking. They, they, <laughs> it's, it's on target. If they get beaten next week. I did. So they've got to win this week to get the eight yeah. in a row. To get right. to the Norm. Uh, I, I did a little bit of research on, on the Norm history, oh, good. Yes. the Norm sacking history yeah. for songs today. Yeah. So they were eight and naught. Mm-hmm. They were nine and three. They'd played At 12. the point of the sacking. Right. The sacking. You got that they, far into the season. Yeah. But <laughs> that's I, more I, than halfway. What I didn't know was he was reinstated. That's after right, a week. the week yeah. after. And they only won one more game that year. Yeah. yeah. The damage so had been finals. done. They, there, well, yeah, uh, the damage was done. Yeah, the damage was done. Oh. If um, if uh, Goodwin does get sacked, if it, if it uh, goes to that, <laughs> will they then have to rename uh, the best on ground in the grand final the Simon Goodwin Medal? <laughs> <laughs> to well, contemporise he, well, he, it? Well, he's, so. he's a player who's got so. a great grand final record. record. Yeah. yeah, that's a very oh, good point. I wonder oh, about the pr- the process of him being sacked. A week later, the committee have hmm. a good look at themselves and go, "Oh, we can't really." Continue this sacking business. We're going to have to backpedal for a week. Yeah, there Strange was a stuff. huge, um, there was a huge backlash. Well, At the fa- so. you remember the famous Tony Charlton mm. interview? It's mm. on YouTube, mm. and uh, anyone can have a look. Norm uttered those immortal words: <laughs> "Have you ever eaten humble pie, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't taste very nice." <laughs> Uh, I think that's my recollection. Yeah. Check yeah. it out oh, on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It, it, yeah, I, I, you, I challenge you to hold it together watching well, it. Well, Simon Goodwin mm. could, could reprise that well, after yeah. he gets sacked. Uh, he could study, the, when study it in detail. Mm. Now, can I just also raise another matter? 
because they, they come and go a bit. Sometimes we're alerted to them by the listeners. Mm. Other times you just pick one up yourself and, you know, you, you try to ignore some of these things mm. that enter the lexicon. But there's one that's just mm. got up my – is it a goat? It, no, it no, got no. your goat. It got my goat. Well, you might have got up your nose. <laughs> I, I like up the goat. Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. your goat. Was uh, there are players now – it, did it escape your goat? It had escaped my goat. And I thought, I thought, did I hear what I heard? And then I heard someone repeat it on some other football program somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Is there another one? Oh, this was, this was on community radio. And that's oh. when you worry when people at the grassroots level pick it up from what those people are saying up the top, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and I heard a bit, of, I might have even been last night, that some defence was uh, they were failing because they were concentrating too much on guarding the grass. Guarding mm. the grass. I haven't heard that. No. Well, look out for it. Guarding yeah, it's it's. Has, it's it, has this it's been out. has this been uttered at a coach's post match conference? Quite possibly, and I, I I've got no idea what it means. No. Guarding oh, well. the grass. No. Well, I think it means instead of guarding your man. an opponent. You just uh, occupy certain zones. Uh, well, you're sounding hey, you're, you're, yeah. you're gone. You're gone. You're gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the man who identified that the run-on was back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although, although run-on's a, 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 an accepted... Oh, but the run-on has no, the, dominated the run, this year. The run-on sort of disappeared for about 20 years. No one mentioned the run-on. Well, the it, phrase was not uttered. During the great swan years when you'd kick 5-8 to 7-2... <laughs> and that'd be the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, but no, the run-on's back. So You're listening to the Could Have Been Champions on ABC Radio. Uh, can <laughs> I just, before we move to our next segment, I've got one thing to do here, and I want to go back to last week. Remember mm. Torch was telling the story about being a lolly boy at the Junction Oval, mm. selling polywaffles to people and eating the profits himself, and uh, at a moment when the game was underway and everyone should have been attending to the drama of the football – the whole crowd stopped watching the game and turned their backs on and oh, yeah. looked up into the Blackie Ironmonger stand because the King, Graham Kennedy, had arrived to take his seat in the stand. This is our social media question for the morning. Um, you can choose any club and any era uh, where the equivalent supporter of said club would have the same effect as GK turning up as a, at a St Kilda game. What, today the, or in the past? In the past, today, the future, whatever you like. Pick a club of your choice and who is going to be the GK equivalent that is going to be of so much interest that everyone will turn their backs on the game to watch said person take their seat. What happens when Champs walks in? (laughs) Because they say, look at him now, because you only got a half. (laughs) On that topic, I actually turned it off at quarter time. When? Last week. Quarter time? Well, you could see it. It was worse than all of last year's season. It was one eight to one one at quarter time. Yeah, that's not great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, some some of those blokes from the Melbourne committee in nineteen sixty five would like to get in touch with you, champs. Yeah. <laughs> Ian and I went to the football at uh, at Carlton, and everyone turned around and looked at us because mm. COVID driven up next to Sir Robert Menzies <laughs> and his little hillman there. <laughs> Remember that coach? Yeah, I do. Yeah. We, gave, we gave a bit away that <laughs> You've got the drift anyway. Mm. That, that is our Twitter question for the morning. Who, for whichever club you choose, would be the person who uh, arrives to take their seat and the whole ground stops uh, to turn around and look at them? Uh, uh, club, it's got to be club appropriate. Everyone yeah, knows that GK was a Saints man. Uh, yeah, well, talking of Saints, I don't want to steal any listeners' thunder, but I've got to go with this. Mm. Uh, I think it was back in the days, probably when I was – 
at uni, so you spent a bit of time at home, and I became a devotee of morning television or lunchtime television, you know, a bit of Mike Walsh, you know, that sort of thing. And, and so Vi Greenhalf uh, loomed large in my consciousness and yeah. uh, because Vi's pad used to be on of a morning on Channel 7. <laughs> she had the Leonda down there. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Vi, Vi had the walnut tree. Oh, I that's think. right, the walnut tree. <laughs> with, with Bernard Meester, I think. <laughs> and, and I remember being down at Moorabbin one day and standing down near the animal enclosure, which is in front of the stand there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And sort of between the stands, yeah. Mm. Someone said, Vi's here. And you looked up in the grandstand <laughs> and Vi Greenhouse. She's a great saint. Yeah. I think she might have helped run the halos or something like that. And, she, and, and Vi was in the stand there, barracking for the saints. It was fantastic. So she she just stepped into GK's well, role. Well, coming from Geelong, you know, so you go to a, Melbourne and you see someone off you the see telly. You see Vi Greenhouse, no, yes. Off the, off the telly. <laughs> It's fantastic. Uh, Andy, you on yet? Andy? No. 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 Anyway. No, he, uh, Andy, I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what's coming up uh, on the on program. The, tell us that. And then uh, shortly, Champs will sing some songs. Uh, We've got the whole tech department of the uh, ABC yes, on the microphones. They are indeed. They're uh, just trying to work out why you didn't go beyond quarter time. <laughs> They're gonna work, it's your TV went on the blink, I think. Uh, coming up on the show, yes, very shortly, Chance, we'll sing some songs. Then uh, we're going to go up to my corner. Your corner? No, yeah, you're right, my corner. Not your corner, my corner. In the Golden Rivers League. Oh, Correct. Yeah. And they've got a very quirky little thing that happens up at their footy. We're going to talk there with um, with Tim from the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim. And in the second hour here, we've got a bloke on called Tom. So we've got Tim and Tom today, and then we might go to, at, and have a cup of tea during the break and have a Tim Tam. So it's all <laughs> happening here today <laughs> uh, with a cup of tea. And then in the then Covey's quiz is on. Uh, oh, big news. What? Last week after the show, we went to sort out some prizes, including the Howling Wind CDs, mm. went down to our last uh, quota, the last uh, you know, score of them. We found a couple of ABC cricket books. Oh, yeah. Magnificent. Yeah. 1987? No, they're a bit more contemporary than that. Uh, 90s. Second hour of the program, we'll have the, the social media responses. And then we're going to do, for the first time this year, we, we, we promoted it earlier, I was there, and you were there, Billy. That's what reminded me last night you were there. We've had lots of responses. You've sent your emails. We've been through. We've picked out our first I was there for today. We'll talk to uh, uh, our listener who sent in what he was there at. And uh, hear about that, and uh, we may even find someone who was playing that night. Uh, Champs will sing some more songs, and we'll find out what we learned today. Sam the Sub from Outside Football. Who <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, never know what he might have. And then we'll have the talk back. Okay, that's it. There's lots coming up on the Could Have Been Champions on ABC Radio. Uh, we're going to take a short little break, and we're back with footy songs. So many calls. What a delight. Chris is in Ascot Vale. One, two, three, four. Tell me, have you called before? Five, six, seven, eight. Call again, because I can't wait. First time caller, welcome aboard. First time caller, please call some more. The Minister for Jingles. Sammy J. Golden Radio. Chris, you uh, make you our day, me. you make our life. You got me. Breakfast on ABC Radio Melbourne. Champions, it's your Saturday morning. You're back with the Could Have Been Champions on ABC Radio. It is song time, yep. champs. Now, I'm very intrigued by this. You said you did a bit of research into the sacking of Norm Smith. I did, mate. For songwriting purposes. I did, too. 
And I the, will, you know, the, the day the Melbourne committee was throwing something off the Tallahatchie <laughs> Bridge. <laughs> well, but that I'm saving for the second hour, Richo. Um, no, I'm not. It's coming up <laughs> in a minute. Before we go there, scoreboard nourishment. Yes. After it was raised. Now, can we just remind our listeners that the Saints coach, Brett, Brett Ratton, actually said in a press conference. I think it was after the uh, he said Port we, Adelaide game. And I'm fr- uh, from memory, he said, we just don't get the scoreboard nourishment that mm. other sides get. And we were on a... Scoreboard starvation diet in yeah. the first quarter, and then and in the subsequent quarters as well. But in uh, the... and the nourishment came oh, yeah. home with mm. a wet sail. It did. So sing, and, Billy. And, and I think something about. I will. I think I did hear a commentator even slip it into commentary last Saturday afternoon or Sunday. Well, let's celebrate the nourishment that mm. happened last week. Um, a Saints song, Billy. Oh yeah. Yep. One, two, three. Oh, we got score. Board nourishment. Oh, we got scoreboard nourishment. In fact, we've all got indigestion from all that scoreboard nourishment. Yeah, we got score. Hey, we got scoreboard nourishment. Board nourishment. Yeah, we got scoreboard nourishment. We're feeling fat and bloated from all that scoreboard nourishment. We're feeling way too overnourished from all that scoreboard nourishment. Mm. Oi. Oi. Nourishment. Yes. And that's, that's what Billy had with his pasty. <laughs> it's true. Let's keep it going. Because it sustained me. Uh, Rich, are we taking the Tiger song because it's such a good tune? <laughs> Billy. Yes, mm. sorry, I was distracted. One, two, three. Got, uh, oh, we got score. Uh, oh, we're from. I got a How's it go again? Tigerland. We're from Tigerland. Got scoreboard nourishment. And knocked off Hawthorne's scoreboard nourishment. Could not have picked a better team to do it to. They're the team for you. If you want to knock off someone, surely Hawks would do. Yes, scoreboard nourishment. We Saints feel so nourished, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll find Massive and Ten and relive it again with 50 meat pies in battle with fries. Got scoreboard nourishment. All right, we've uh, flogged that. Yeah. Oh, I thought, was, <laughs> I thought there was going to be more. Yeah, well, no, I'll come back to no, 20 back happening to scoreboard nourishment hits. Well, uh, Richard, let's move across to uh, Simon Goodwin and how imperiled and danger his position becomes each week. Mm. He just moves closer and closer oh. to the norm benchmark. Uh, in fact, that's what the first line says. Paddy from Reza just said, switch. Uh, you've lost that love and feeling mm. to something with the demons. I thought, oh, I like this song. With every win, good wins, getting closer to the same. Simply look at Norm Smith, second to see there. Down at the home of the cheese board, baby, the members 
our parts to go crazy. Look out, here come the demons. Whoa, those rampant demons. Are they for real, these demons? But for just how long will it soon be gone? Whoa. Call the great Norm Smith. <laughs> well, since they sacked him, we've hardly made the final scenes. They say the curse, the curse, the curse lives on today. Well, baby, baby, can, can go and make. But for just how long will it soon be gone? Champs, you just love the whoa, whoa, woes more than anything, don't you? Billy, you were at the football last night. Did you go anywhere near the Norm statue? No, I didn't. Sorry, Jeff. Oh, lucky for you. As I walked past it twice last night, and I I tell you, whatever it is you've done, or Mm -hmm. even what you haven't done, Norm knows. And that little broken finger, he's he's pointing it at you. Does that finger follow you around the room? Especially in the half light and the gloom. Oh, Oh, it just gives you the shivers. Scary. On a different topic, Doug Long just suggested Hello, Doug. cleverly yesterday that we take the Eagles song and we just redraft it because such a terrific tune. Mm. We do it just a bit like this. And you've, you've done a lot of work on the lyrics here, oh, well. Greg. And, <laughs> and he was worried that I might – he said, now, look on the lyrics with Billy. You'll, you'll see why I, I do need to follow these lyrics. Yeah, well, watch this. It's pretty complex. Thank you. Thank you, Doug Long. We're the Eagles, the West Coast Eagles. Boo, 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 where the eagles, boo, 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 boo. There we go. That's an improvement already on the eagles tune. When you said I've got the eagles song coming up, I couldn't. Think of what no, it was. No one can. There's, there's no Smackovic no. Skibbon version, and there never will be. Well, yes, the Eagles song gets a bit more treatment in the second hour, uh-huh. as do the some mm. of the other Dud songs. But first, uh, let's address the uh, go to the CD for yeah. the, for the South Australian it, matter. It is it is showdown weekend, and we haven't really talked about it at all. And without State of Origin anymore, when do we really get to just celebrate all the wonders of South Australian culture? What and what South Australia has brought to our lives. And uh, this, you must have done this song, what, 20 years ago? Yeah. Because when you first did it, State of Origin still was a thing, wasn't it? It was about 97, late 90s. Yeah. When this was and, put together. And it, it captured the imagination at the time. Well, and 
Yeah. Uh, with, with the showdown coming up, let's let's just celebrate South Australia. There we go. Let's hope the CD player is working because we've had some <laughs> tech issues this morning and uh, we might just go to the news. Oh. Um, so this, we're going to play a South Australian mm. song on the mm. CD, but it's, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I'd it, never, it's not playing. I'd never thought I'd hanker for the days of the COVID news press conference. <laughs> Yeah, it could be happening as we speak. Oh, yeah, wasn't that good? So, uh, the CD's not playing. So no. it's too too much of a big production, Greg, for me so to ask you to actually sing it yourself. Adelaide Oval? Where else would they do it? Theberton? <laughs> Goodwood? Yeah. So you you haven't really soaked up South Australian culture to, to wonder I, where it would be. Alberton? I uh, I have to confess, until I walked into the studio, I didn't even know it was showdown weekend. Well, well that's you, terrible. You talk about studios. We come to the studio every week for years and years and decades, and today nothing will work. <laughs> oh, oh, but we're managing. Yeah. We're, now, speaking of that, mm-hmm. when Simon quite innocently said Westlakes, what happens there now? Yeah. I think that might be a bit like uh, 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 Waverley. They might have left one piece of stand-up. <laughs> oh, as a heritage thing. I think might, uh, well, let's said, take it. Let's go back now. Uh, no? No. no. We, we, can't, we, play. Play. we can't play it. Oh. We might play it for you in a little while. Uh, can you do but, it live? <laughs> no. No, it's, it's just too demanding for him. Uh, well, it, Billy, it, Billy. You need, you need Billy to be able to do the full production <laughs> stadium rock version. Uh, so, it was, like it was glam rock. Uh, no lyrics, Bill. Just okay. follow. <laughs> Sit down. Um, uh, let me think of a key. Everywhere we go, everywhere we go, people want to know. People want to know who we are. Who We're from South Australia. We're from South Australia. Mighty, mighty crow eaters. Mighty crow eaters. Ooh, ah, South Australia. Ooh, ah. This is the chorus. South Australia. Try that goes. Ooh, ah, South Australia. Ooh, ah, South Australia. It went something like that. Yeah, that's that's the CD. But the full production version makes the hair stand up on the back Ah, of your neck. What a pity we ah, haven't had that one. South Australia for twenty years. Well, there you go. Well, that's it. We couldn't play it off the CD, but well done. Mm. Who was the chorus in the CD? Usual suspects: James Black and Gary Carruthers. Twenty-three years ago, Gary Carruthers would have been involved. Mm. Twenty-three years. Well, if you've got the CD at home, you could play it during the news and compare Mm. it to what. um, what Greg just off the top of his head mm. tossed out there. You're listening to the Could Have Been Champions on ABC Radio. Uh, now would be a very good time if you want to join Covey's quiz, which is coming up. The number is 1300 222774. 1300 222774. Dial now and you can, you can join the queue for, for, the, for the quiz, which is coming up later. And uh, what we've got coming up now is, uh, as we, as Ian said, we're going to McCorner. I have to, I've got a confession to make. Yeah, I had never nev- heard of it. Had never ne- heard oh, of no, McCorner. M a c o r n a. In your bush travels, you see the sign. You've seen the sign at times. Look, I'll hazard a guess and say it's about about hundred k's north of Bendigo. Shepway, maybe. I'd go Shepway. Uh, anyway, anyway, we'll where find is out. it? Yeah, well, we will uh, we'll be going to McCorner shortly. Uh, we're just going to attend to some technical matters. Is we going to do that now, Andy?
I grew up in Melbourne. I went to private school. My daddy always told me that we were born to rule. My daddy told me we are the members, and they are not. So just remember who's who and what's what. We paid the money for membership. And every winter we go on a skiing trip. So we moved to Baldwin, then to Ivanhoe. But one thing never changed, though the chalet in the snow. My daddy told me we are the members, and at the game you cheer a number. You don't cheer a name. A well done, number fourteen. Good luck, number two. A chase hard, there, new kid. A rooty dooty doo doo. Hello there. We just had a slight technical hitch here in the ABC studios at Southbank, but that's not going to stop us. You're listening to the Could Have Been Champions. Very good to have you with us. And uh, if, if you experienced a, a slight little hiccup or delay, that's just what goes with uh, old-fashioned steam radio, which is what we are. <laughs> now, as we were mentioning before Andy played that song, we're going up to the Golden Rivers League and McCorner. Now, it's up near the Murray. It's about 100 k's north of Bendigo. That's what I said. It's 25 k's south of Kerrang. Did you say that? No, I was working up to it, and we had to change <laughs> how, how many people live there? Oh, oh. oh it'll be less than 100. Yeah, 87. Oh, good, go. good, good guess. Yeah. But it's got a fire station, it's got a cricket club, it's got a pony club, and it's also home to the McCorner Football Netball Club, and it's one of the oldest clubs in well, Victoria. It must be a bit near Midiello. <laughs> They play, mm. they play in, in the Golden Rivers League, but they have a problem. People can't hear the siren, so they use a bell. Mm. Oh, right. <laughs> Tim Wishart from McCorner Footy Club joins us online now. Good morning, Tim. Welcome to the Kudamines. Good morning. Thank you. Now, tell us the story about the bell. Yes, and McCorner, you, you mentioned, has got a long history. We started in 1888, and McCorner's on the railway line. So um, back in the old days, the, the footy team used to travel by train up and down the line. To, in, uh, it was a railway line league. So there's a there's a real railway history attached to the club, and um, we've we've held that that history. And and um, back in the twenties, one of the uh, prominent members of the club was a railway conductor, and he donated his conductor's bell to the, to the club to use as a siren, and that was used right through till the nineties. And uh, we've now upgraded to a flash ele- electric bell, which uh, oh. apparently was taken from a, a Melbourne fire truck. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ah, is the old bell still there as a standby? It is. It, it sits prominently above the bar in a glass cabinet, and when we have power, uh, electricity issues, it, it comes out and gets a run every now and then. <laughs> and, and, and so I imagine over the years, opposing teams have come there, and most of them would know of the existence of the bell, but if there was someone playing for the first time, the coach in his pre-match address would have to say, by the way, fellas, <laughs> if you're here for the first time, <laughs> yeah. don't listen for the siren. Well, that's right. to all the locals, it doesn't mean... It's, you know, it's just been there forever. It's part of the place. But uh, when we get some new members along and, and opposition teams, they sort of look sideways at each other when when the bell rings at quarter time. Are you at the ground at the moment in the proximity of the bell, Tim? No, I'm not. We're, we've got an away game today, and I coach the under-14s, and they're playing at, at Ultima today. Oh, we'll so have to, up Swan Hill. We'll have to ring you one day when you're at home and get you to ring the bell. It'll, it'll interrupt. They'll stop playing. We'll have to, get, we'll have to <laughs> time it so we get yeah. it when it's the right time to ring the bell. Isn't there some story from many moons ago when, when uh, uh, there was some confusion over the end of a game? Yes, there was actually a grand final. Oh. Oh. Apparently, story goes that, um, someone blew their car horn, and all the all the McCorner Tigers stopped play. Uh-huh. The opposition kicked kicked the goal right at the end of the game uh-huh. to win the grand final. So but, pretty stubborn up our way. They're not not going to uh, install a solar anytime soon. How come your bloke stopped playing yeah. with the sound of a car horn when you're used to the bell? Yeah, well, that's right. I, I don't know, but that's, that's how the story goes. You had the whole you had the whole off season to deal with that <laughs> issue. Now, McCorner are the Tigers. You you wear the Richmond jumpers. Has that always been the colours at McCorner? Um, so we were the McCorner Wanderers. They used to wander up and down the train tracks playing footy oh, like up that. until about the thirties. But mm. no, for, for a real long time, we've been the Tigers and uh, proud proud Tigers. And, and and have you worn the jumper proudly yourself, Tim? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I grew up on a farm just nearby, and I've played over 300 games for the Tigers, so, yeah, really, really now, passionate Tiger. Tim, how, how does a footy club put together a team in a town that has 87 <laughs> residents? How does that work? Well, I wouldn't think it's 87 residents. We wouldn't be any anywhere near that. It'd be more <laughs> like five. <laughs> The, uh, you are local. sounding like sauce from somewhere. <laughs> no. Uh, we've got a really strong local community and, and connections and family connections and, and so forth. And we managed to put four footy teams and yeah. six netball teams out on the court every week. So That's it's fantastic. a terrific effort. Now, Tim, your league, the Golden Rivers League, it's one of those leagues that crosses the border. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, we go as far as Hay and Goolamine up in New South Wales. Now, is that all working okay now? You're allowed, you're allowed to cross the border. You're not being held up. So far, so good. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Mm. Okay. And how did that? How did it go last year? How how did the club cope with the circumstances? Oh, look, we kept kept in contact really well. Yeah, uh, competitions at home and and different fun things. Um, to keep the club and the community together. So, you know, we held it together and we've probably come back bigger and better and stronger. Yeah. Now, Tim, just getting back to the bell, is there an official um, position at the McCorner Football Netball Club of custodian of the bell? Is, there, is, is it a, a very honoured position to be the person who's in charge of the bell? Oh, no, no, we're happy to dish it around to, to the timekeepers of the day, but um, no, it sits prominently above the bar, and we do 
Ah, uh, so so the whoever is the duty barman at the time has, sort of issues the bell to whoever needs it. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> you you might have seen. I think at Lords, uh, and it might be at the start of play each day. Some person gets to ring the bell as the players come out to play. That's become quite a thing. And at Geelong, at home games, they get a past player or someone, something to do with the club, who rings a bell down at the little, where the ambulance comes out. And they brought the bell up and rang it before a final at the MCG one That night. would be correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They did. They did. Because it was technically, it was... There's some sort of sop to Geelong wanting to have finals at Cadinia Park. Yeah, so we get to bring in the bell. <laughs> We're allowed to bring you bell. So, oh, Torchy. 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 Hello. Everybody who's played school footy, of course, would have had a bell. Yeah, no, it's and all bells. It, it's, Tim, it, it, it's great that the McCorner uh, Tigers are keeping the tradition of the bell going because I remember as a child, the first time I was ever able to actually read what were then the official rules of Australian football, it referred to the bell all the way through the rules. So I clearly back in the day, but there were no sirens. Everyone had a bell. Yeah, right. No, we we take tradition very uh, seriously here, and and um, our last premiership was in 1970, 50 years ago, and, oh. and we've got a reunion this year. All the old players coming back, and nearly all of them. So, yeah, we really take our history seriously at McCorner. So, do you think on that reunion day will there be a special ringing of the bell by one of the one of the fellows from 50 years ago? Could could be. We might float that idea. Yeah. Any other ideas you need for us? <laughs> from us, uh, we'll, we'll workshop a few for you, Tim. So, how's the club going this year? How you, how are you tracking? Um, really good. The uh, junior grades are all really strong. The seniors won in round one, but they've lost the last couple. So, we're hoping for a win today. Pretty confident. And Tim, how how many teams, football and netball, are you fielding each week? So, there's four football teams. Mm. So we've got a come up with about 80 odd players there and the netball team is attached to the footy and and we field six netball teams. Yeah. And and, and uh, you said there's only about five people live in McCorner. Is there a pub? Oh, <laughs> uh, there, there was. It was open till a bit till the 50s, I think, and it, and it burned down, unfortunately, about 10 years ago. So, oh. no, nah, there really isn't much there at all. Mm. Well, that's like Miniamma haven't got the, mm. a, a pub anymore. Mm. But and so the footy club becomes even more a focus then, obviously, of, of the locality, doesn't it? With, um... oh, the, yeah, the footy club's everything. It's, uh, a lot of people call it the footy pub. <laughs> even non-members come down for beer at training nights. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's fantastic. Hey, just by the way, uh, we're talking to Tim Wishart up at McCorner where they ring the bell. Uh, we're going to ring the bell shortly for Covey's quiz. one three hundred triple two seven seven four. one three hundred triple two seven seven four. Please ring now. Uh, Tim, you haven't got your bell there. Uh, we've got a couple of bell sounds we could ring here, and you can just tell us whether it sort of sounds anything like your <laughs> bell. Andy? That, that's it. That's the one. Oh, <laughs> what are you doing? Jackpot. Oh, hit the jackpot. Who needs a siren? No, How good yeah, is that? That is great. <laughs> I, I, it'd be a bit confusing to stand in the crowd late in the last quarter and say, gee, it must be... Ring ne- the bell. No, you, the people are saying, must be nearly siren time. <laughs> uh, nearly bell time. <laughs> time yeah, ring for the, the bell. bell. Ring the bell. So, Tim, you, you're playing Ultima this weekend. Yep. And and what's your longest trip? Uh, hey, hey, three-hour trip. Ooh, each way. Yeah. There and yeah. back again. So it's actually closer to go to the MCG for it. 
It would be. Yeah. Oh, that's extraordinary. And, mm. and yeah, the Golden Rivers League is a, is a I, beauty. And, and, and did Warcool go into recess a few years back, uh, Tim? Yeah, unfortunately, we lost lost Warcool a few years ago. Yeah, they haven't yeah. come back. No, no. It's hard to get going again, isn't it? So it's a great thing that you're keeping it going there. In fact, I think we've got a census coming up. That was the 2016 (laughs) census when it was 87, according to what we looked up. Mm. So I think there's a census coming up later this year. Let's see, let's see if we can get the 100 up. Yeah, let's <laughs> get a few people in my corner on that night because also, also in the league is Quambatook. Oh, yeah. Uh, Moolmeen, they're, they're over in New South Wales, aren't they? Yeah, correct, yep. yeah. Uh, and and uh, Murrabit, do they still play? Murrabit's still going, yep. yep. Fantastic. Nullawool. Nullawool, yeah. Okay. Wandella. Wandella. Mark Boss came from Wandella. But no war cool these days. No, 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 no war cool done, Andy. No, yeah. we're very saddened by that. Well, Tim, I, thank you so much for for joining us. You've got to go and uh, coach the under-14s now. But uh, the, the fact that the McCorner Tigers are keeping the tradition of the bell to start and finish quarters of footy is just a wonderful thing. And uh, all success to the club. Oh, thanks very much. We appreciate it. Yeah, good on you, Tim. On you, Tim. Yeah. Andy, can you just ring the bell one more time to indicate we've finished the interview? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a different one. That sounds like the milkman. That's the school bell. (laughs) I reckon if you looked at some of those old scoreboards that used to be around the local ovals, like down at the Lake Oval and at Princess Park, there was always a bell hanging from the side because... If the electricity did go off, then they had to resort yeah, to ringing the bell. Back I in, think back that, in the I day. think that might have happened a couple of times, yes. and the problem was the umpires wouldn't hear it. That's right. Yeah. And yes. then the someone would have to run out and tell them. one 300 Please ring now. Otherwise, I'll be asking the questions <laughs> to the panel. <laughs> and Tim Wishart, thank you so much, and uh, we'll let you get on with your weekend's uh, sport up there at McCorner. Thanks, fellas. Good on you. See you, Tim. And Tim uh, proves... Something I uh, mm. couldn't have uh, believed. There is a North Bendigo accent because he does <laughs> sound very like Source from Sea Lake. Yeah, Do you yeah. think? See, you, you're attuned to those sort yeah. of subtleties, mm. champs. That voice was yeah. uh, so. There must be a regional accent up there. Uh, yeah, yeah. McCorner and the Bell. What a beauty! It is. It's time now for Covey's quiz. The number is one three hundred triple two seven seven four one three hundred triple two seven seven four. Those cricket books you found last week. I, um, I, you I, were a bit sort of circumspect about what era they're from. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm fearful uh, that the mention of them has actually driven <laughs> contestants driven away. Contestants away. They'd be clamouring for a, uh, a an ABC cricket book. In fact, I'll post a photo of it shortly on the social media. One three hundred triple two seven seven four one three hundred triple two seven seven four four Covey's quiz this morning. It's been an interesting morning. Technically, <laughs> Andy is going to have conniptions mm. if this keeps going. Yes, you know you're alive when you have to change studios. Uh, we are still having some phone difficulties, Covey. Oh, yeah. So we will hopefully get a line up. I'll uh, answer them soon. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Right. I'm okay. an expert. Right yeah, so if people are ringing and having trouble getting through, don't give up. Our technical team are yeah. working on on receiving your Qu- calls. Quiz the panel, Cove. Yeah, what's the theme of the questions this morning, Ian? It's ha- just how Geelong was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's just as well Geelong won last night. Why? Well, if they'd got beat, I might have been in a different frame of mind. Beaten. About the technical difficulties. Oh, Beaten. No, no, no. Surely, no, surely no. you've reached Di- a stage a in Di- life Di- where you, yeah. you don't allow your mood to be affected by football. The, re- the results of a football. Surely yes. not. Come and move to Geelong. <laughs> oh, no. 
it it is it's uh it's another one of those silly supporter things isn't it yeah it, it affects your well, mood till about wednesday doesn't it among uh, and i must say uh, and well, you're thinking something's wrong you know <laughs> oh, i'm feeling down well, and of course well it's... i would have been down mm. if Geelong hadn't played last night even because i had to come in and talk to talks about last saturday night mm. but now that's all been erased that's last right. night well not and just I, that I, and I should take this opportunity while uh we mm. wait for a couple of calls just to uh, extend condolences to uh, Shirley Coster and the girls and all mm. the family oh, on the yeah. passing of yes. Frank. And uh, um, there was a, among the myriad of stories down in Geelong this week about mm. Frank cut his teeth in business mm. selling heralds on the corner of Ryrie Street and Moorable Street when he was a young lad. Wow. And he learnt very quickly, if Geelong went well, business would boom selling the heralds <laughs> yeah. and, and, and people would buy one and say, keep the change because I feel it's so good. If they got beat, he said you wouldn't sell one. <laughs> and that's why he ended up president of the, the club? Uh, and that's why he ended up with a fruit and veggie empire as well. So there you go. Yeah, I, lo- so, I love those sort of stories. Like uh, a fellow who did very well in life you know, explained to me once that you know, when he was very young, he got an apple off a tree and mm-hmm. he polished it and polished that apple and he sat outside the railway station and someone bought the apple for sixpence and he went and bought two apples and he polished both of them and he sat there you know, and he sold the, those two apples and he bought four apples and then his uncle died and left him a million dollars it's time for Kofi's quiz yes. who's your first contestant it's James in Brighton good morning James good morning gentlemen how are you yeah not too bad hey, talking about the bells mm. I was doing the timekeeping at Teesborough the other day for East Brighton yeah. And their power went out and they didn't have a siren. We had to blow a whistle. Oh, oh, they should have had a bell. Did, did it get... Yeah, that's what I mean. Did, yeah, the, did, the, bell. did the whistle get the umpire's attention? Well, I gave two free kicks. <laughs> <laughs> get the bell back, James. Yeah. You're right onto it. Okay, you're a contestant now. James, were you listening last week? No, I was up copper and playing bowls. Oh, terrific. Uh... Well, last week I went through some of the AFL clubs and the players who wear number one for those teams, and I thought I'd keep that going today. Oh, yeah. What are we doing? Number two? No, I'm staying with the rest of the, the league. Oh, okay. So anyone that's, with number one. Anyone who's done their homework during the week will be ready to go on the yep. balance. Uh, who wears number one for West Coast Eagles, James? Uh, Shannon Hurd? No, it's not Shannon Hurd. It was a good try, James. Yeah. You might have yeah. to get all the best with the bowls yes. too. Who's next, Dan? I got an awful feeling multiple choices coming on torch. <laughs> uh, John's in Frankston. Morning, John. Good morning, fellas. Yeah, John. Do you know who wears number one for West Coast? I'll give you a clue. He can take a very good high mark and kick a very good okay. goal, and he's very quick and elusive and spectacular. Would it be? Um Willie Rioli? Oh, no. No, no it wouldn't, John. Thanks for playing. Sorry, John. I think Willie might wear 44, mm. actually. The other end of the scale. Uh, no, uh, Phil's in Northcote. Hello, Phil. Uh, Phil, good morning. Good morning, good morning. That'll, Phil- be, uh, that'll be Leap and Liam Ryan. Liam. That's right, Flying Ryan. Liam Ryan. Leap and Liam, that's good. Uh, now, here's a famous number at Carlton. Who wears number one for Carlton? Oh, easy. Yep. Son of sauce, Jack Silvani. Jack Silvani, that's good. He had number two and he just, the bloke wearing one muscle thought my days are numbered. <laughs> <laughs> and he just moved up from two to one. Uh, uh, who wears number one at Collingwood then? You're going to need, unless you're a genius, uh, I'll have to give you multiple. Would you like multiple choice? Oh, I'd love multiple choice. Uh, 
Name me a guy with a black horse. Tony Shaw. Tony. <laughs> steel Sidebottom. Is it Steel Sidebottom, Scott Pendlebury, or Jay Rantel? Uh, I reckon it'd be Jay Rantel. <laughs> yeah, Jay Rantel. <laughs> anyway, it wasn't the other two. <laughs> oh, no, but he's, Scott Pendlebury's the captain, and they yeah, used to give number they, one yeah, to the they captain. Did, they did, they and did. we still live in that era. We, of course <laughs> we do. Uh, I watched this team last week, and this fellow's been playing very well for them. Who wears number one for the Gold Coast? Oh, that's a toughie. Uh, I'll give you clues. I'll give you one. multiple choices. Uh, Torchy, help me. Uh, is it, uh, who plays <laughs> Alex the, Sexton? Alex Sexton, uh, uh, Isaac Rankin, or Ned Morrison? Oh, uh, oh, sorry, wrong one, wrong one. Uh, Hugh Greenwood. <laughs> Uh, all right, then. Uh, let's go with Hugh Greenwood. Hugh Greenwood. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, there was a hint there. <laughs> no, I got to, look, it's been that sort of morning. I know. I yeah. would have gone with Isaac Rank. I yeah, I would have Hugh Greenwood is starring. He's number 22, Rankin. Well, he's a good player. Uh, isn't yeah. he Rankine? Rankine. <laughs> <laughs> Next. He's keen that's for sure. He's keen Okay, Phil. Who wears number one for St Kilda? John Bonney. Uh, uh, is it Graham? Yeah. Is that Nick Caulfield? It is Nick Caulfield. Well done to yep. you. John, uh, Phil in North gets two of them here. Looking at the time, got a little bit of time to go. I'll give you another one. Who wears number one for Essendon? Uh, that'd be Andy McGrath. Andy McGrath. Oh, good well to, It's good to oh. have it. I said, you know what? They know the Melbourne teams. They struggle with... Oh, you got... Uh, no, no, it didn't. Yeah. Yeah, Phil's, Phil's killing it. Uh, All right, this is it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Who wears number one for North Melbourne? Ooh. Is it uh, Todd Goldstein? Jack Z- Jack Zebel yeah. or Jack Marnie? Oh, it's tough. I don't really know the VFL teams as well. Um, maybe or Marnie, the last bloke. Jack Marnie. I'd oh. never heard him until I looked it up last <laughs> night. Has he played Torch? Do you know? I don't think he's played the same game. I haven't yet. got my book here today. Yeah. Well, he's that's terrific. Vehicle, I think. Thank, thanks to everyone who... I'll well, we'll make you the winner. Uh, Phil, what's he winning? Phil will win... Uh, would you like an old ABC cricket book, Phil? <laughs> What I watch. Yeah, you're going to get one. <laughs> Thanks to everyone else who, who rang the quiz under difficult circumstances. Better luck perhaps next week. News is coming up now. Uh, we are with the Could Have Been Champions on ABC Radio. Stay tuned, have a listen to the news, and we will be right back. And welcome back to the Could Have Been Champions on ABC Radio. Good to have you with us. Uh, welcome if you're joining us for the first time this morning. It's good morning once again to Simon Whelan. Yeah, good morning. Greg Champion. Good morning. Ian Cover. Yes, good morning. Torch McGee. Yeah, can you hear me, Richard? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we can. And Andy Belez. Good morning. Hello, yeah. everybody. We can Hi, hear Andy. everybody yeah. now. Our full marks to Torch. He's like a bloke who's been on the benches hanging out to get a run. Well, yeah. <laughs> Oh, he, he, he didn't throw his jumper in the bin and no. storm out. And now I'm on the ground, I'll get full pay. And <laughs> coming up in this uh, second hour of the Could Have Beans for this morning is uh, our new segment for this year, I Was There. So you, you've got to stay tuned to find out who the I is and where the there was. But that's coming up very shortly. But uh, f- yeah. first up, it's uh, our social media question time. Yeah, just before we go, that apropos, just before the news. When apropos. We were t- yeah. Yep. Um, there were two French. Clubs. No, there were Latin. two. 
What? There were two clubs I didn't get to. Anyone will ever go. Champy, who's number one for the Adelaide Crows? Uh, Simon Tregenza. <laughs> Chase Jones. Chase Jones. Yeah, yeah, well done, Billy. So you know your players. He yeah. goes. He goes to one match, and obviously, <laughs> and last, so he's an expert. You know what happened? Had to wait a long time for the game, so he read the record. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. who's the other one? Number one for the GWS Giants. Ooh. Phil, Phil Davis. Yes. yes. Yeah. And you know why you know him, don't you? Because he was a crow. you're still bitter about it. Yeah. yeah. So Simon Davis. Simon Davis. Phil. Phil Davis. Davis. Went to St. Peter's. No kidding. And apparently Mason Cox is an American. Yeah. <laughs> and Tampy. Tampy. And I believe Scott Pendlebury yeah, has a basketball background. <laughs> Hugh Greenwood. Yeah. How'd you let him go? And your fellow Lee, he was a big fellow like from the... Melbourne High. Stop <laughs> it. Hugh Greenwood did play like that for us. Well, he's playing yeah, he's very, player. very good football at okay, the minute. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, he's, he's a star in the midfield. Tampy, in Adelaide, are there any government schools? <laughs> Yes, there is. There's Marion High. <laughs> There's Unley High. Well, there's Adelaide High. There's Mercedes High. And and the private schools, we would play Adelaide High. They were in the private schools comp. Oh. Well, they put the wind up, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the high school. They had the tats and stuff. Oh, Did Port oh. Adelaide have a, a secondary institution, oh, Greg? Champs, that can't be right. No. I, don't, I don't think there are any tattoos in nobody, South Australia. Nobody went beyond grade six in no, Port but nobody in, nobody in South Australia would have a tattoo. Uh, oh yeah, the Adelaide High Boys did. I like, oh yeah, I would have thought they would only have them for theatrical purposes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I missed your question, Bill. Exactly. I was just wondering whether there was a secondary institution in Port Adelaide, <laughs> or was Port absolved into Adelaide? No, there's only the Port Cop Shop uh, and uh, Sergeant uh, a School of Hard Knocks yeah. and, 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 and Sergeant, Sergeant Allen, Sergeant Allen. Yeah. <laughs> who I think is now on the Gold Coast. What? Yeah, I think he's oh, moved yeah. up to the Gold Coast. Shane, Shane Ellen. Shane, Shane, Shane Ellen. Ellen. What's he? Five goals in a grand final. Grand final mm. heroics, Andy. Mm. Now, back at the start of the show, we remembered when Torch used to sell lollies at Junction Oval and yes. everyone would stop and turn around and look at the grandstand when Graham Kennedy turned up to watch mm. the Saints play. And we were wanting you to speculate on who might have the same effect at whatever club you wanted to choose. And Has Andy had time to look at them? or is it, Maddie was on here once before, our producer, and... and when she was an intern, you read them out, didn't you, Maddie? She's, she's, she's busy. She's working on her, her thesis for uni. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, who's reading Ma- them Maddie, out? Maddie did read them out once because yeah. Andy was was away and Maddie read them out. But um, no, Andy's on top of it. He can do anything. What have and you got everything. It? Yeah. What, what have you got for us? Uh, I'll start with Fleetwood Macca. Oh, yeah. said, uh, <laughs> Very good. I like that. Michael Richo Richardson's then partner, Colleen Hewitt, taking her seat in the standard Victoria oh, Park yeah. back oh, in the day. Yeah, Queen of Pop. Mm. Yes, royalty. Swish always goes with South Australia. I wonder no. which school Swish went to. Yeah. Let us know, Swish. Central, I think he's from the Central District. Central's area. from yeah. Elizabeth. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Paul Kelly, the Ross Trevor one, arrived at the Western Oval for a mid-90s Crows match wearing a 1970s Norwood T-shirt. I stopped and looked, even if no one else did. He's a Norwood fan. He comes from Norwood. Giggs remembers a Footscray-Fitzroy game at Western Oval during which John Blackman turned up late in the third quarter to see his Roys after finishing a hey-hey recording session. (laughs) 
That's good. <laughs> there was a mini parting of the Red Sea of the crowd as he made his way towards the boundary fence. Surely the Footscray <laughs> crowd would have stopped when Ernie Signley arrived. Yes. Andy, I like this one from uh, Andrew in Bega. He said, the, the Bega oh, bombers have this big guy, Benny, who only gets a little bit of game time, but when he comes on, the whole crowd cheers. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, up that way, they'd all get excited when... Tartha are playing and Frankie J. Holden turns up. Because <laughs> <laughs> Frankie's got the caravan park with Michelle up there, isn't he? Is he? I saw yeah. Michelle recently. She's got a little shop there. In Tartha? Uh, in um, Pambula. Oh, OK. Yeah. In well, the Sapphire Coast League. Sorry, Andy, we've broken no, your flow that's there. OK. Michael uh, said that once upon a time the Geelong crowd would turn to look at Daryl Summers. Yep. But then they turned back disappointed that he wasn't Barry Crocker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, that was when Dennis Walter turned up And it wasn't Barry Crocker uh, Phineas said in the mm. 90s Every Swans game Any home and away starlet <laughs> yeah. Would turn heads at the SCG <laughs> If the Channel 7 commentators were to be believed <laughs> uh, a, a, a Twitterer called Animal Enclosure Asks us to fast forward to 2027 A murmur ripples through the members at the MCG As former coach Simon Goodwin Sacked at the end of the 2021 season Takes his seat in the stand <laughs> Everyone talks about what could have been <laughs> Well, as a, as a member and as a Melbourne supporter, he must have been a guest because he wouldn't be a member. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah. okay. If he was sacked, yeah. he'd only hold honorary membership now. Oh, sure. uh, he might be a country member. Reeve said, or an interstate member, if he still keeps his South Australian postcode. Reeve said that at Fremantle, the club's hierarchy would want the grand entry of Rove McManus. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. for supporters, it can only ever be Clive Waterhouse in full mullet mode. Mm. With Sean McManus in tow. Oh, yeah. Sean Mc... He's a cousin, I think. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah, I think oh, so. Right. Uh, and Jim Wiggs has just posted... A f- he's, he's posted a photo of, of Goff in a Port Adelaide jumper saying he would have put Eddie in his place. Oh, now, apparently up at Bruthen, every time Rob Southern turns up at a game, everyone turns and cheers because he once kicked 26 goals against Swift's Creek. Oh, really? Mm. Uh, there are plenty more there. Uh, Kerry said that a happy Hammond dressed up as a cat oh, bless. would have people turning. Uh, and Swish went to Elizabeth High. Well, there you go. And that would have been the only one if there was one in the whole of Elizabeth. <laughs> and mm. surely, Torch, everyone turned around and looked up into the stands when Leanne Edelson took her seat. Oh, I think so. <laughs> I think Ellen Brooker went to Elizabeth High. There's the two that went there. <laughs> the rest just went straight up panel beating. <laughs> There's lots, lots more on the Twitter feed. You can find them and have a read and you giggle yourself if you go to couldamines.com.au and uh, at, at the Couldamines website there's a whole lot of buttons, one for the Twitter, one to send Greg a song and a whole lot of other things. You click on them, they all work. And thanks to all the Twitterers, you, you can... Uh, you can have have a have a read and 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 have a, have a look at what at what's going on there. Um, look, we might just go with mailbag early here. Would that well, be okay? Because we've got we've got a bit. Torch has got some. Simon's got some. Yep. And you've got some, yep, Greg. Yep, so we'll yep. do get mailbag out of the way though. now. All mm-hmm. right. All right. Uh, quick as always. David Jurek says some years back oh, you interviewed Mick Ball from Garoke. He was playing his five hundredth. Today he plays his six hundred for Garoke. Wow. At Francis, and we know where Francis or Francis is. Now, Francis sits right 1K from the border uh-huh. on the SA side, so w- whether you say Francis or Francis is very much <laughs> up for grabs. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I, I reckon I've met, like we, apart from being on the show, 
I've met Mick up in Ballarat. The, the email was addressed to you. Yeah, yeah. And so you now hacked into my email. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I came to us all. Mick was hoping to do um, to play his 600th mid-season when he had a break from shearing, mm. but they've had injuries and he had to step up. I think he rides his motorbike everywhere. Does he? Yeah. And he's a shearer. Yeah. That's good Aussie. Yeah. That is time. back-breaking. 600 games and shearer. living your life as a shearer. shearer. I don't know how mm. anyone does it. Yeah. Rowan Tickle's in London. In 1975, age 13, I was taken to see Lillian Thompson ply their trade at Lords. Happened to be the day the streaker jumped the stumps. Uh, to the roar of the full house, the Bobbies escorted him around the ground with no effort to obscure anything. And away. Matt Dunnell, Donnell, uh, the Battle, Donnell. Of, yeah, the battle mm. of the Bridge at mm. Barwon, last, uh, Barwon Heads last Saturday. Mm. Huge crowd. Fa- the famous tree on the wing cast a shadow in the sunshine. It's quite poetic, Matt. I, 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 I can confirm all this because I wandered down and saw the last quarter. Okay. There's a massive crowd massive. there. Massive. It was a magnificent day. And Matt's also written a fantastic report of the match oh. on the... Uh, oh. on the Barnhead's Facebook page, yeah. too, I think. Go on. Well, this is uh, in short version. Yeah. Ocean Grove wore the Heritage Jumper in tribute to former record games record holder Jimmy Saarinen, yep. who passed away during the week. I knew Jimmy. Yep. And then he says, a festival of country football barely matched in Australia. See, he likes to get poetic, this, mm. this chap. Uh, it was past players day for the Heads. It was, it's 100 years of Barnhead's footy club. Former Pye and St. Nathan Brown kicked eight for the heads and 19-year-old James Patterson kicked eight at the other end for the Grove. The inspired youth-laden underdog Ocean Grove won by 11 points to break an 11-game streak, Mm. losing streak Mm. in the battle. Oh, it was a seesaw affair in the last quarter. Oh, oh, they went goal for goal. Knock them down, drag them out. There was a bit of that. Ding dong. Ding dong. (laughs) It was a ding dong affair. (laughs) And finally from me, I'm going to save this one for last because it's the last one. All All right. Can I just thank uh, Brett Lefebvre for sending me the link to the Saints Lightning Premiership win in 1940? A lot of people have forgotten about that. <laughs> if the Saints' first Premiership at any level, and it goes unrecognised. Exactly. They should and, have a reunion. Uh, but uh, if, you, if you go on um, YouTube, you'll be able to have a look at it. And, gee, Source from Sea Lake yeah. is getting fan mail, Greg. Yes, and we'll come to that, but mm. did you have one, Torch? Uh, I, I had one which is... Uh, uh, I don't know whether you'd know, but last week, May the third, mm. uh, in, in May the third in nineteen thirty, Bob Pratt made his debut for mm. South Melbourne. Yep, the great Bob Pratt who kicked one hundred and fifty goals in a season, about eighteen games, um, and uh, it was put up on the Swans website. Now, Helen Lang has informed me that they got it wrong, mm-hmm. the, and that because they're talking about. South was captained by Jim Scanlon, which it wasn't. It was captained by Joe Scanlon, and his brother Paddy also played in that game. And she Remember knows that. that because Joe Scanlon is, was her granddad. Well, there you and go. And so their family has been involved uh, with the Swans or supporting the Swans for well over 100 years. Were they in the VFA then in 1930? No, no, 30, no 30 33 they won the flag. They won the flag in 33. Right. And, um, and you and, were there, Torch. Well, I wish I, I, wish I was. The water boy. I had, I had to wait till 2005, unfortunately. Mm. But well, uh, the Swans better fix that on the website. While we're doing history, do yeah. Ian passed on to me Sandy Green's reflections on 60 years of following the Saints. Yeah. And, Did uh, you enjoy it? Oh, magnificent. We're going to get Sandy on. As Absolutely an I was there. magnificent. Yeah. Uh, about the formation of the cheer squad. Mm. Molly Meldrum, mm. uh, Neil Roberts, fantastic Barry Sandy. Breen, no relation. Barry Breen, no relation. <laughs> yeah, that, that, will, that will be coming up in the season. Uh, we've got one more to go, Greg, and then yes. we'll move to 
I was there. Mm. This may sound a little indulgent, but... Indulge yourself. But I think it was... Uh, but it was moving. Matt Bell says, I'm up, on seven on, I'm up at seven on Saturdays. My day doesn't truly begin till 10.05 when you're on air. It's household job day. I do 30 minutes before the start of the show. I have a cuppa at 10.05. I have another cuppa at 11.05. I listen to the responses to the social media question. I have another cuppa for talkback. I love sauce from Sea Lake. While sweeping, mopping, mopping vacuuming, watering, weeding... How does he get time to listen? <laughs> I, I loved your new book, which I read over summer in Jimbrook, just up the road from Clematis, yeah. the book speaks of the deep reach you have into many people's lives. I like the show's authenticity. I listen to other footy shows, and with this one, I know I'm getting a proper sense of who you are. He's, oh, listen, he's nice. listening to some other show. Very, <laughs> very nice letter. Thank you. Yeah, Matt, was it Matt? Now, how's the vacuuming going? Today, Matt? <laughs> You're finished. Take a, just give, yes. have another cup of tea. Okay. I was there. Yes. We talked about this mm. at the start of the season. It was actually Chris Hollow's idea mm. Mm. to uh, great incidents in the Hello, history Chris. of football uh, and uh, find someone who was there and who could tell us about it. Who have we got, Ian? Uh, our first up uh, in this series is Tom from Malvern. Good morning, Tom. How are you going? Good, thanks, Tom. And uh, we loved your email. And, and you tell us what you were there at. Well, I, I emailed about three events, but... Firstly, the, the, the 1978 night grand final. That's, where, the one where, that's the one we're focusing on today. Where, where Fitzroy played played North. And we, um, you wouldn't believe it. I, I mean, following Fitzroy, it's a, uh, it's, it, it was an emotional roller coaster. And, uh, and, and going to the game and then seeing, uh, you know, the first two goals, Malcolm Blight, Wayne Schimmelbush, t- you know. Here we three go minutes, again. Three minutes, exactly. Here we go again. We, we were at the bottom of the ladder. And as a 12-year-old, you know, you just think you're going to have to go back to school the next day and, and face the music. But then um, then we started to fight back. We had um, uh, we just just recruited Robert Walls and um, and Bernie Quinlan. They played a huge game, but also, you know, Warwick Irwin. Mm. And players like it was just amazing. And, and goal after, we, we were sitting, we, we went, me and my mate, we went to the cheer squad. And we were sitting there, Bob Beecroft, another, another mm. player, and, and just... Goal after goal, and and we're thinking at, at half time, geez, we're in front here. We could be a show, but surely, being a Fitzroy supporter, you think, nah, it's it's, it's all going to turn around. But um, but it wasn't real. I didn't think we had the game won till about time on in the last quarter, where we're we're thirteen goals to to two. Like I couldn't believe that that we could just keep kicking goal after goal, and North would go unanswered. I, I, it's it's like I was I was there. Yesterday, was and this just, was a Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just well, I, I think it was a Tuesday yeah. night. I just remember it was cold as charity, and I was in my <laughs> uh, lambs lambs wool coat with you know, but, but, a Fitzroy scarf and beanie on. Well, of course, it was cold. It was at VFL Park, <laughs> and yeah. and I think it was early June. What's more, and and uh, and in the in the Saturday comp. North were on top, and you—you uh, yeah. only won one or two games, hadn't you? The, the Lions. Yeah, yeah. It was just—it um, was—it uh, was just an unbelievable game. And then to to hear the song and go out onto the ground, it was just—I—I I, I haven't got a—I can't—I haven't got a, a, a more enjoyable night that I or game that I've been to. It was just amazing. Yeah. Well, look, Tom, just hang on there for a minute. You can listen in because. One of the men who made that night so enjoyable for you was a fellow who played quite well on the night, and that's Robert Walls. Hello, Wallsy. Yeah, good morning, boys. Good morning, Tom. Are you enjoying listening to Tom pump up that game? 
Oh, it's great to reminisce. And, and I remember out at Waverley, Tuesday night, middle of the season, cold as ice. And he's right. We started poorly. And then, don't ask me why, but it just started to work for us. And we got goal after goal after goal. And uh, it was great for the club because, you know, Fitzroy hadn't had a lot of success. And to win that night premiership and... The coach was Graham Campbell, and I, I can remember Graham after the game. I've never seen a bloke so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, were, were teams, because it was midweek in the season, were teams inclined to put their best sides in to honour the uh, context of the competition? Well, I think in the early part of the uh, competition, but once you got to the finals, yeah. particularly Fitzroy, it was uh, you know a big deal to be part of a grand yeah. final. And, uh, and we certainly fielded the best team we possibly could. And as Tom said, uh, Bernie Quinlan and myself, we don't, that, that was in the days when you could cross from one team to another before the end of June. And, and Bernie and I had, Bernie had left Footscray and I'd left Carlton. And we'd only been at uh, Fitzroy for only a couple of weeks. So it was a really nice start. Yeah. And, and, and uh, I think it was your fourth game, and, and I did look it up. You were the best. Did, did you receive anything as best on the ground, uh, Robert? I can remember, Caves, I won a TV. (laughs) (laughs) Still got it? And and let me tell you, it wasn't a very big TV. (laughs) (laughs) And my sister, you know, you didn't get a great crowd um, Tuesday night out at Waverley in the middle of winter, but my sister came with me to that game. And uh, anyway, I was given the TV, and as we're driving home, she said... uh, I haven't got a TV. Any to me, so I did. Oh, what a lovely <laughs> gesture! Was it? Was it? I know it was nineteen seventy-eight, so it probably was colour. I think colour TV had just come in, <laughs> <laughs> and the remote control Child. was on a cable. <laughs> yeah. Reached the couch, and and, and you, you'd have discovered it you know, in your fourth game there. And Tom, uh, you know, had such vivid memories of it, and just those Fitzroy fans you discovered very quickly were fantastic people, weren't they, Robert? Oh, absolutely. They, they they were absolute diehards. And, look, my greatest memory of being at Fitzroy, and yeah, I was there for a while as, as a player and then coach, um, was just how loyal the supporters were. And um, they just idolised the players. And, look, a couple of players that I played with and then had the pleasure to coach in, in Gary Wilson and Bernie Quinlan, they were, they were just superstar footballers. Mm. And fans loved them. Mm. Mm. And Gary Wilson, I think, might have been acting captain that night. Uh, I'm not sure. Ron Alexander could have been captain through the uh, the uh, you know season proper, but yeah. You know, and Ron Ron was a, a terrific captain. I really enjoyed playing under Ron. He was from Western Australia, of course, and ended up going back there to coach the Eagles. Mm. But um, yeah, yeah, I heard Tom mention Bobby Beecroft and Warwick Irwin. Mm. Uh, you know, Mickey Conlon was just a kid. David McMahon. David McMahon with the big torpedoes coming off the... Yeah. <laughs> was Doc Wielden there, Robert, at that time? No, nah, bit early for Doc. No, no. Bit no. early for Doc. No. Did you no. coach Doc? No, I didn't. Uh, he came after I left. Okay. Now, now Tom had, is, is a true loyalist. Tom, you're still barracked for Fitzroy to this day? Yeah, it's, it's uh, certainly going out to, um, out to Brunswick Street. One of the things I used to do was... Um, was with with the amateurs, we started playing the song as the team runs out. So hearing the old, the, the, the real Fitzroy song as the 
team runs out on the on the ground. That's one of the one of the traditions we got got going there. So, yeah, I, I go I go there. I, I I try to follow AFL, but um, fortunately for my sons, they've uh, they, they follow Collingwood, so they, they oh. have, they've got a bit more of a uh, chance of survival than than we had. It was always tough with Fitzroy, but you've stuck with the Roys, yeah. Robert. Yes. What 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 are you doing nowadays? Uh, I, I move the cones around and chase the footies after they go through the goals at training for Hepburn Football Club, <laughs> Is that right? In, in the Central Highlands League. In the Central Highlands League. I, I live up here and um, the coach of Hepburn's a little fella I coached at Carlton. He played Shane Robertson. Shane Robertson, yeah, yeah. Robo's legend up here. Been on and off for many years. Took the job on again this year, and he asked me if a bit of a hand. I go down to training and enjoy that. And uh, and today, after I speak to you guys, I'll be getting in the car, driving down ground, and Hepburn will be playing Skipton. Oh, uh, try and stay in one place, right, Walsy, because uh, it's breaking up a little bit. Find a good spot there. Walsy, uh, in recent years, interestingly, you went and lived in France for quite a little while. How long did that last? I uh, lived in France for about 15 months, champs, and thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm. Very envious. Uh, and, and Hepburn's got a touch of France about it, doesn't it? <laughs> Rural friends. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, in the middle of winter, if you walk down the main street and it's two degrees, there's more beanies than berries. <laughs> than berries. <laughs> See, that's well, the title of your next book, right? Yeah, yeah. More beanies than berries. And Robert, uh, thank you so much for joining us this, this morning and remembering that day back in 1978, the Amco Herald Cup at VFL Park. And before you go, Robert, is Tom still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Tom, was it just? Would you like to say something to Robert for entertaining you so much that night in 1978? Oh yeah, just just thanks a lot, Robert. You certainly got a lot more than a colour TV from the Fitzroy fans. You would have got a lot of love and uh, and a lot of thanks. It was yeah. uh, not just uh, not just playing, but also as a coach. You know that that year in 1983 where. Uh, mm. More heartbreak. Not only did I fail HSC, but we missed out in getting to the <laughs> grand final too. Uh, <laughs> thanks. That, that's a lot. Uh, good on you, Tom. Thank you, and Tom. Tom was there in mm. 1978, and Robert Walls was on the ground. Okay, Wallsey, go chase the footies behind the goals against Skipton. Good on you, boys. Good on you. Thanks, Robert. Robert. Walls. And actually, the report in the age described Robert Walls mm. as being best of field in a majestic display at centre-half oh, forward. Right. And that's what's missing from modern football. Majesty. Say majesty. Where's the majesty? Was there anything... Yeah, let's look out for something majestic over the course of the weekend. Surely surely, Port and the Crows could turn mm. on a bit of majesty well, I mean, in the te- showdown. Texas had a bit of majesty about him <laughs> this oh, season. Yes. Yes. And how many legends like Wolsey... Go and live in France for 15 months. And, and then move to Hepburn. <laughs> how, how, many, how many legends like Wolsey are, are moving the cones around at yeah, training yeah. and chasing the footballs behind the well, goals it's in country footy? that majestic performance because he was best of field and was at centre-half forward. I only kicked the one goal, so mm. he must have uh, yeah. included a lot of other players yeah. in um, uh, set up. I can tell you that uh, the goal kickers of Fitzroy, Bob Beecroft, three, Jerry McCarthy. Remember Jerry McCarthy? Yeah, I do. Two to McCarthy, two to David McMahon, and one each to Quinlan, Irwin, Walls, Conlon, Padley, 
Barry Padley and Alan Thompson, mm. who came from down the Western District. There you go. Fantastic stuff. So that's I Was There for the first edition. Thank you, Tom. Well, thank, thank you, Tom, Robert. for that. And we've got, and a, we've got a whole lot more I Was There's more to come as the season rolls on. Ooh. And I actually, uh, Rokewood Corundap, we went out to the Grasshoppers about 10 years ago. Yes, they I play remember. in the same league. I'm going to look up the fixture and see when they play Hepburn. I might go along and stand with Wolves. Help Wolvesy retrieve the balls <laughs> behind the goal. Sounds like a good OB idea, I reckon, Kate. Oh, that's oh, cool. That's got some prospect, mm, too. Down yeah. Hepburn. Oh, uh, it, look. There's a chance the equipment might work better at the OB than it does in here. We could run a line from the Ballarat Studios. That's a good idea. Just and connect all those yeah. XL cables all the way down the... Oh. And uh, as Wolsey remembers, David McMahon were launching those big torps on the forward flank. Mm. What a great man. It's time Chats. for more songs now, champs. Uh, a few weeks ago on the program, Torchy uh, uttered a throwaway remark, a mm. passing remark, Get, get a better song. Yeah. <laughs> he must have might have said it to maybe uh, to Christoph uh, from Claremont. Yes, and when he and, said and it, when he said it, he meant it, even though it was a passing throwaway line. Yeah, <laughs> and it stuck with me. I thought, oh, there's a song in that idea. So there's three here. Um, now, chaps, mm-hmm. from the top. Okay. To, oh, I must say, Jason Vora originally gave us the idea. Jace. This is a tune underused and could be well used uh, for a club footy song. Two, a one, two, three, and get a better song for singing. That song is no good. I would even much prefer to hear good old Collingwood. Leads to something you can belt out. That one is a dirt. Get a better song for singing with proper football words. There's a few could get the heave ho, and West Coast is one. Have you ever met a soul who could sing the Gold Coast song? Did you know in Western Sydney there's a big, big sound? And the port song should be stop, stop, stop till another song is found. Get a better song for singing, that one is a dirge. Get a better song for singing with proper football words. You're right, champs. It, it works better than about three or four of the songs currently going around in it the really 18. Does, well, yeah. I, I, gotta, I don't agree with you about the Greater Western Sydney one. Oh, you like the I big, like big it. Oh, Andy, how do the lyrics go over that? There's a big, big yeah, sound. Andy, there's a big, big, Andy big has sound it. in the west of the town. There's a sound of the mighty giants. <laughs> and the <laughs> grounds are shaking. The other teams are quicking in their boots before the giants. It's a very cabaret version, <laughs> yeah. Andrew. That's hey, beautiful, hey, Andy. Hey. Yeah. Oh, That's like the it. Vegas version. Yeah. I think it works better that way. I, yeah, like I do song. too. Mm. I like the uh, GWS yeah, uh, like Western Sydney Giants yep. song. I get into it. Cat Empire. Cat Empire. Yeah, yeah, but it's not a full Harry song. Angus. It's, it's, not a, it's not a belted out in the rooms after the win number, um, for me, anyway. Oh, well, yeah, no, yeah, no, sorry. Five, well, out of, five out of ten. <laughs> oh, you're giving it a bare pass. Do you think, have you ever heard a football team? produce a recognisable melody. No, that's the whole point. No. Oh, in the change rooms? In the change rooms. 
No, they sh- or not. No, they don't. Well, they shouldn't. They yeah. just shout it. They just shout it. They I just think Kumbaya it. would be a fantastic <laughs> tune for a football theme song. Nice and slow. Nice and slow. <laughs> so you can all sit cross-legged yeah. in that circle. Yeah. What else have we got? Let's stay on this theme. Uh, Richard Evans. Hello, Richard. Uh, gave us this idea. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, have you got the words? Yep, mm. here they are. Yeah. Oh, I'll beg your pardon here. No, we haven't. Sorry. Okay. okay. Now we're have up. you got a song? Well, yeah. I do. Whoa, 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 and in Frio, oh, the heaven they hold Been a heaven and a hoeing so long Come on, get a better song Get a better song So the fans can sing along Get a better song And we're flying high But such a dud tune So don't even try There's a week-long holiday At surface for one For anyone who knows the sun song Come on, get a better song Get a better song So the fans can sing along Get a better song Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> You just did a few extra of those woe, woe, woes yeah. because you like going, huh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it works. Spot on. Spot on. Let's just divert from that and then come back to that thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, 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 you, you triggered it, uh, a song about the showdown. It's an old one. <coughs> and Grant Andrea, our listener from London. Hi, Grant. Oh. Some, some would say Grant. Hey, mm-hmm. Grant. Mm-hmm. Um, gave us uh, one this week, uh, but uh, this is one of the and oh yeah, Matthew requested um, out in the West Sydney suburb of Penrith, mm-hmm. which I was going to do, but we've run out of time. Oh. Maybe next, next week. week. So look, in 1836 they built a little town. They said this will be the spot for a showdown. One will be Port and one will be the Crows. They can battle it out until the cows come home. Two hundred years later and the showdowns were hot And just after Port had won four on the trot They all adjourned to a watering hole And proceeded to act like the convicts of old They drank their drinks and the players kept arriving Down from Tapley's Hill and West Beach Road Cause the word got out that a hotel car park Was where the two tribes were gonna have a go they all assembled near the beach that day To settle their differences the old-fashioned way Nothing too rough, just a bush and a shove Just to reflect their respect and love One pushed one and one pushed the other And before you knew it, it was really on Cops were called before they got there The pub was empty and the players were gone and over at West Lakes and down at the port They laughed and said it was just a bit of sport That's the way that the game should be played And that's how we do things in old Adelaide 
Oh, they drink their drinks and the players kept arriving Down from Tapley's Hill and West Beach Road One pushed one and one pushed the other And before you knew it, they were having a go uh, It was reported in the Adelaide Advertiser this week yes. that former South Australian cricketer yes. Brett Jeeves was at Jeeves. the Ramsgate... He witnessed what went on at, Ra- at the Ramsgate yep. and he said it was quoted as saying it was one of the most outrageous pub fights he'd ever seen. Wow. Wow. And the story goes that the Crow captain hooked uh, the... Uh, Allegedly. Yeah, uh, one of the uh, brothers who Allegedly. Uh, played for Port and later went west. But uh, well, and, that's and if, just... if that's the eyewitness account of a cricketer, Andy, it must mm. be true. Mm. I agree. Yeah, it was uh, allegedly Mark Rusciuto and allegedly Josh Carr. Oh, so it, it wasn't it, just a pub uh, fight, it was an outrageous it, pub fight. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, Andy. <laughs> yes, Covey. It was, it was, it was, there was a bit more than push and shove. Yeah. Oh, yes. And it <laughs> was a brouhaha. <laughs> Donny Brook. Mm-hmm. Well, had, let's got them all in the mood for yeah, it tomorrow. Some even had conniptions, Andy. <laughs> yes, it was um, on for young and old, <laughs> apparently, said uh, Brett Jeeves. Um, no quarters asking, none given. Uh, no, no, not over a there. A ridgy didge, proper 20 yeah. man brawl. So oh, I've just got this image of, 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 of Brett Jeeves just folks. sitting there on his bar stool where, where it was still padded up, just yeah. calmly watching the thing while, while he, <laughs> he simp sips on a Pims. Yeah. If, if it was a ridgy didge. 20-person brawl. We don't person. condone this. I think we should stop talking about <laughs> uh, it. Then, um, we have younger listeners. How come uh, it was cleared so quickly before the cops got there? Then? Well, that's what Adelaide does. <laughs> they must, someone must have said, cops coming. They jumped on the semaphore bus and they <laughs> were out. <laughs> and if you look at the Crow Captain's ribcage, mm. chest, mm. he'd swing a good one. It was a fairly... Allegedly. Anyway, the showdown's on. And that, that all happened a long time ago, even though it was yeah. witnessed by a cricketer. Simon didn't say anything. He just took notes for when he has to represent <laughs> yes. you. I would, I'm <laughs> with Ian on this one. Dave, <laughs> I'd be happy if the Crows just showed a bit of the Ramsgate in the first quarter to, 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 to tomorrow. Mm. Right. Any more songs? Tonight. Oh. It's tonight. What I about that? I'll be switching off at quarter time. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever happens. No, I was going to say. Let us return, finally, to mm. the theme... Get a better song. Richard Evans tossed up this idea. Have you got it? Yes, thank you. (laughs) Oh, traditional owner, Mike Brady. Everybody's talking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, there's a lot. Oh, there are lots of good tunes out there. Your tune isn't one. Road to Kanda Guy goes well, but it's maybe overdone. Me, I like something, makes you sing along. But Dockers, Eagles, Giants, Port, sorry, they sound wrong. Oh, get something better. Yes, we mean you. Something that you can. Sing along to your songs are done. We're talking to you. Get something better. It's easy to do. 
Well, there are lots of things about lots of things and lots of words to sing. I'm making it up now. I don't even have this written down in front of me. I'm just getting through the verse just to get back to the chorus. And I've only got two lives to go. And phew, here it is. songs are done we're talking to you get something better it's easy to do it's easy to do <laughs> oh, the fans have spoken and now the anthem has spoken yeah and Mike, of course, uh, wrote the original uh, Brisbane Bears theme song, too. He did, too. Bring it back. We're the Brisbane Bears. <laughs> oh, the Brian Factory. We're tough. <laughs> we're mean. We're good. Yeah. We're a team. Yeah. We're the very best team you've, you've ever seen. Beware we're the, the Brisbane Bears. Bears. Was it Mighty or Brisbane? Brisbane, I think. Oh. Beware the Mighty Bears. <laughs> Be- Great song. I, I thought it was Beware the Mighty Yeah, that was it. Right. Beware the Mighty Andy, while you're singing, just a blast of the giant song. Yeah, we again. love it. Give it. Well, give it's a big, big town in the west of the town where the sound of the mighty giant. More. Where the grounds are shaking yeah. and the other teams are quaking in their boots before the giant. Give us more. Yeah. I don't know the no, rest yeah. of the words to the song anymore. Doesn't really matter. We'll take the highest oh, That is fantastic. Thank you, everybody, <laughs> singing there. If, if you so think, I, I know you. I went bigger than <laughs> the rest. Well, we're the greater Western Sydney Giants. Yes. We're the biggest and the best. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the greatest <laughs> lyric ever written. It's the greatest uh, lyric ever written. <laughs> if you think you can do better, uh, Greg would love to hear from you. Go to the Coulda Beans website, couldabeans.com.au. There's a button that says, send a song to champs, and that's what it does. You and I like on that. the giant song. Can, I so do I, as well. Any can, song ideas you've got, send them in. Right can, now, though, can, I'm can putting you, you under... Can, can you beat... The other teams are quaking... In, in their, their boots. boots. Yeah. I mean, what else would you quake in? No, it's the way it's just, the line is broken up. It's oh, fantastic. Yeah. Anticipation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's got yeah. scansion. So, yeah, look. And, and it goes into the, and there's the key change with oh. the, and we will never, never. surrender. Oh. It's very important we'll when, when you're singing, singing a song in the rooms after the game uh, to come to oh, the, key the key change. change. Beware, beware of the big claim in the lyrics. Other teams are quaking in their boots. It might be up there with We're the Pride of South Australia. No, no. They're not the pride of... Well, it's, it's up there with the premiership's a cakewalk. <laughs> That's the original yeah. benchmark. Look, I want to go around the panel now and yes. find out what everyone learned today. I'm starting with you, yeah. Billy Baxter. What did you learn today? I learned that I have a, a deep-seated Pavlovian response, um, and it was brought out by the McCorner Bell. I thought I had to come in from lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Andy uh, Belez, what did you learn today? Richo, I learnt that uh, when one thing goes wrong in a studio, <laughs> everything goes wrong. Yeah, yeah. But um, you cope with it marvellously. Torch McGee, what did yes, you learn today? I learnt that not everything works like clockwork at the ABC. <laughs> I also learnt that uh, the McCorner Tigers used to be called the, the Wanderers. The Wanderers. Yeah. And... Officially, there are 87 people in McCorner, but actually there's only four or five. <laughs> Greg Champion, what did you learn today? I learned that uh, and swish 
switch from uh, Elizabeth, tipped us off at... Uh, only a couple of people went to Elizabeth High. The rest of them went straight to panel beating. <laughs> Simon Whelan, what did you learn today? Well, I learned somewhat similarly to Torch that uh, Mark Horner, notwithstanding a population which might vary between 5 and 87, depending upon <laughs> who you rely on, can still field four football teams yeah. and six netball yeah. teams. Yeah. Ian Cover, what did you learn today? Well, I learned today that Robert Walls won a TV for Best of the Ground <laughs> and gave it to his sister in the car on the way home and... But I also learned from Tom, who was there, that uh, he just snuck in at the end. He failed his HSC. (laughs) (laughs) The the same year that that Fitzroy just got that close. And I've got to tell you, that made me and Billy feel a whole lot better. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, But look, we've we've all learned lots this morning, but so much is going on in footy, there's lots more to learn. There's only one place to go, though, for this, and that is the news desk of Outside Football. Sam, the sub down there at Outside Footy, is good enough to join us every Saturday morning. Sam, hello once again to you. Yeah, good morning, gentlemen. Sam? Good to be here. G'day, Ian. Terrific. Always good to hear that you're happy to be here. Yes, thanks, uh, Ian. Always glad to hear that you're glad that I'm <laughs> happy to be here. Sam, the... the the turmoil at Maggie Land. Yeah. What, what, what insights have you got for us? Well, uh, we've saturated coverage of that uh, so far this season. We thought we'd step away. Okay. Just have a look at the upcoming game, uh, the Pies uh, versus the Roos, mm-hmm. sitting at 17 and 18 respectively. Yeah. Uh, stripe me lucky. Sorrowful spooners seek success. It's oh. so good. Stripe me lucky. Like- you didn't think about doing anything looking back at the 77 grand final? That's right, Ian. No, we didn't. <laughs> However, tomorrow's Mother's Day. We yeah, love our mums. We all do. Yeah. Happy and Mother's Day, yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, uh, most of our listeners have mothers. Mm. Most of our readers have mothers. Mm. Uh, and we interview all the AFL mums uh, in the, this current edition. Uh, double page spread in the middle of the paper. Mm-hmm. All the AFL mums at Collingwood. <laughs> right. So, are you starting with them, are you? Well, we'll finish there too. <laughs> Mother's Day. We might do someone another team next year, Ian. <laughs> Just stay in your lane there, Coach. <laughs> and, and Sam, you know, there's the, the ongoing um, dispute, I think you'd call it, between uh, Collingwood and Port Adelaide over about over the jumpers Jumper. that they're going to wear. Any update on where that's going? That's correct, Jeff. <laughs> okay. All right. Any, any photo of someone in the crowd? Oh yeah, fan scan this week. Fan terrific. scan. Yep. Who you got? Uh, we've got a, a footy. Yep. Uh, signed by Ted Whitten. Yeah. That's well, a rare. That artist's impression of uh, <laughs> Ted's signature. All right. That's authentic. Yeah, good. Uh, taken on Sunday the 30th of September in 2007. Is that the day after the grand final? It's at Cadinia Park. Yes. Uh, outside the main gates there. Craig Morley has been identified. Yeah. Uh, that's a big celebration, of course, Ian. I think you were there. There was 36,000 there. And Frank Costa said, apart from the day he married Shirley, it was the greatest day of his life, that Sunday. 36,000, did you say? Yep. Name them. Uh, I'll talk to you off air. Thank you. <laughs> See ya. Thank you. Oh, he's Thank cold. you. Bye, Sam. Yeah.
Uh, oh yeah, well, looks like a bumper edition, especially that double double page spread lift out mm. in uh, inside footy this week. Thank, thanks to Sam. But look at the clock; it's racing up to midday. It's time for for talkback torture. Are you said I am. Yes, and have a look at that. Look at that phone. Look at that phone. This and of course, coming up after talkback, I'll be quick here. I've just been let know by Roger, the producer, on uh, the lead. They got Mitch Duncan, and Andy. You need to tune in. Simon Goodwin will be on. Learning. Oh, oh, it, it might be making an announcement. And they'll be followed by No Excuses with Clinchy and Sellers, and they've got Phil Davis on. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Number one. Lots Number to one. listen to with Emma after midday, but right now we've got a full board of calls to get through. Torch, are you set? Oh, yes. We're, we're at yep. that. We're, we're really getting to a. a the season's underway. There's it, the, 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 things are starting to settle down. Is it being defined? Richard? I think it's being defined. Let's okay. see what the listeners think. First caller. It's Could Have Been's Footy Talk Back. You're talking to Torch. Hello. Yes, is that me, is it? Yes, it is. Who's calling, please? Yes, lady. You go ahead. Who's calling, please? Hello. Yes, could you identify yourself, please? Yes, I can quite happily. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Could you give us your name then, it's please? It's Pearl, dear. Ah, where are you calling I'm from? I'm on the peninsula, Down on the Mornington Well, peninsula? I said that, dear, yes. yes. okay. I'm having a good old chuckle here. I'm icing a sponge currently. Uh, passion fruit uh, icing I'm putting on. I'm not the passion fruit from the can. I think that's too viscose. I've okay. got some actual passion fruit here I picked up from the op shop, funnily oh, enough. Nice. They were on the counter. It said, yeah. please help yourself, and so I jolly well did. <laughs> but that's not what I'm talking about today. You were talking about a bell ringer. Well, this is funny, and I think you'll find it amusing as well. I went to school with a girl called Isabel Jones, and she married Peter Ringer. You know the ringers from down the corner. Well, I don't know. So them, she became yes. Isabel Ringer, and we used to say, well, look out here. Here comes the bell ringer. Oh, we laughed. Oh, yes, okay. Oh, thank you for that little anecdote. Yes. <laughs> thank you nice. for that. Uh, we'll ringer. go to the next caller here. It's Could Have Been Footy Talkback. Hello there. Hello. Oh, hey, Twitch. Oh, who's calling? It's Nigel here, Twitch. Nigel, and where are you calling from? I'm in North Fitzroy this morning. Yes. Um, yeah. It's been a busy week down at headquarters. That's right. what uh, Gil likes to call uh, the AFL headquarters. Yes. So, uh, so he's got us all saying that as well. Right. Um, yeah, we, we had to employ someone else actually this week, just an intern, um, because Gil's, uh, the, the hair at the back of Gil's head has gone all the way down to the ground now. So someone has to walk around behind him and sort of make sure it doesn't get under his feet and get dirty on the ground. So yeah, it's a real watch this space scenario with Gil, uh, just to see how long that hair can get. Um, But there's been a bit of consternation apparently, according to Gil, uh, this week around uh, team selections and uh, how it used to be on a Thursday which is so old hat, and now it's like 24 hours before each game. Um... You know, we think that that could work, but I had an idea, and I put this to Gil, and he's he's told me that uh, he will consider it because no idea is a bad idea. Okay, yes. Um, down at headquarters, right? Uh, yes. And that is that it's um, teams are never selected. It's just sort of a, a live update. Even once the game starts, we just name players. Like you know, it could be like in the fourth quarter, and the twenty-second player is named, and you know who it is. It's sort of like a masked singer style, um, where they, they have to wear a hell like a. a a hood or something, and they run around on the ground and no one knows who it is until they're named oh. Uh, oh. late in the game. We think it could, particularly yeah. the games that are blowout. The sudden reveal, uh, it keeps people's interest yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, that, that was my idea. Yeah. Anyway, let me know what you fantastic. think. Fantastic. Yes. Well, well, we we'd love that it back. here at the Good okay. Events. That's fantastic. Right. Tell Gil, we'd well, love that idea. I'm not sure that any <laughs> idea is a good idea. I know. I think uh, you, mm. you could do that one. Oh, it's, that oh. one could go anywhere. Oh. But, look, we'll go to the next call. Okay. It's uh, talk back time. You're talking to Torch. Hello there. Hello. Hello. Oh, who's calling, please? 
it's Timmy. Timmy. And where are you calling no, from? No, not Timmy. 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 Yes. Okay. And uh, where are you calling from? Thomastown. And uh, have you got a little football question for us? Yep. Yep. Go ahead then. Uh, Smelly Morelli. Mm. He said that if Collingwood would lose, they they could be on the bottom of the ladder. That's quite possible. Yes. No. Because yes. I asked Dad, and Dad said no, that could never happen. Oh, and how does Dad know? Got another question. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. If Collingwood played Brisbane in the grand final, yeah. who do you think Craig Stasevich would be barracking for? Oh, that's a very good question. That's a very tough question. You know, yes, it, yes, he's he's yeah. really looking like a player, isn't he, Brandon Stasevich? Yeah. And also Craig Stasevich um, coaches the, the the women's team in Brisbane. So yeah. So, still, uh, mm. Timmy, he's still there. Well, what if what if Brendan Stasevich wasn't playing? Wow. Oh, that's an even tougher. I think the yeah. first one's easy. He'd barrack, he'd barrack for Brisbane. But if Brandon, for some reason, wasn't playing, yes. no, I think he'd still barrack for Brisbane. Um, what if he was sub? <laughs> well, yes, I think he's. Brisbane? I think he's pretty much tied to Brisbane these days, Timmy. Anything else, Tim? Uh, I think he's. Got, I, I think, think he's, he's gone. gone. <laughs> no, look, these are important questions. Oh, are, yes, we'll get. We'll go to the next caller here. It's good to meet Footy Talk back. Hello. Hello. Yes, hello, Torch. Oh, who's calling? It's Barry here, Torch. I'm calling from? I'm calling from the Barossa Valley. Oh, and what's it like over there today, oh, Barry? Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, We're so excited because you'd be aware with the with the coronavirus, the COVID nineteen pandemic. Yes. With the theatres have all been blacked out. Oh, really? So, well, that, oh, really? You've never heard of the theatre? <laughs> the only one you go to, I believe, is a public house. <laughs> I, I thought some of the theatres were back operating again. Well, the big one's on. The drama returns. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. When? What's happening? The showdown. <laughs> Kim and I are so excited we're going to the showdown. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> It'll be bigger than Quo Vance. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. Oh! <laughs> and no doubt you'll be barracking for your favourite team, Barry? Yes, we'll be barracking for the Ravens. We, this is right up there with the chariot race. <laughs> In Ben-Hur. It's bigger than old Sid. <laughs> well, there's an idea. Imagine if they started the showdown with, with someone dropping a hanky. And who would, you get to, who would you get to drop the hanky to start the showdown? Oh, I'm happy to do it. Oh, I'm sure you would do a fine job, Barry. Can you get me in touch with someone at the Ravens? <laughs> well, we'll put you on the ground. Greg Champion, he knows people down there. Yeah, yeah. Well, Can get a hanky ready. <laughs> does, does Max Bashir still run it over <laughs> okay. there? Oh, that's a great idea. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's <laughs> a very good Look, idea. I told you the showdown was the big big story of the round. Next caller here. It's good to be talk Talkback. You're talking to Torch. Go ahead, please. Hello. Hello, Oh, who's calling? Oh, it's Sue, Oh, Sue. And uh, calling from? I'm up in Sue Lake. Yes. and uh, You probably don't remember. I've called you before. Yes, yes. Uh, I am from regional Victoria. You city people... Don't really take much notice of regional Well, Victoria. we do a little oh, bit. Oh, yes, you pay a bit of lip service. You get a country <laughs> guest on and you ask the questions, oh, what, what's your mascot? What jumpers do you wear? I mean, it's, it's a little bit patronising to oh, people right. like us here in the country, yeah. but that's not why I called. Go on. Well, go I just, ahead. Let I us called know. because you, you mentioned my name. My boy Trevor was listening to your program. He doesn't yes. do anything. He just 
it's not very difficult to turn a radio on. That's about all he's good for. But uh, he told me you mentioned my name, so I called the program. What did you want to say to me? Well, it wasn't actually. It's, uh, we did have a guest on the show before who was coming from uh, calling from McCorner, which is not far from your way. And, oh, well, uh, it's, it's at least two and a half hours. Oh, but, okay. uh, you know, everywhere is close when you're in the country. Yeah, I've, I've, listen, I've got work to do, so I'd best move on. See, see Lake beat Donald by 20 goals something last week. Right. Were you there, um, Sauce? He would have been working. Oh, no, he's, <laughs> he's, 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 he's gone. He's, he's gone. Busy. Well, yeah. it, well, he got mentioned and someone told him, so that's, that's all right. right. Yes. Uh, next caller, you're talking to Torch. Hello. Hello. Oh, he's calling. Hello, is it yes. me? Yes, it is. Is it me? Yes, it is. Am I on? Yes, you are. Is it me? Yes, it is. Yes, no, it's Ivan. Ivan, and calling from? Ivan from Ivan, hey? Yes, go ahead. The Norm Smith thing, for God's sake, give it a rest. <laughs> we acted on the best advice we had at the time. <laughs> okay. all right. Okay, okay. We were acting on medical advice. Right. No, it wasn't medical, but Thank you, Ivan. We'll leave it there. <laughs> and, and we might have to leave talk back there, all those callers who were unable to get through. Perhaps, perhaps you'll have better luck next week. Uh, and and uh, Yes, thank you. That's it for this morning's edition of the Could Have Been Champions. Thanks to the technical team who got us moved from studios. And uh, it's good morning to you, Andy Belairs. Good morning, everybody. Go Demons tonight. Torch McGee. Yes, and go the Bloods tonight. Billy Baxter. No Demons. Greg Champion. Crows, you've got one quarter. <laughs> Simon Willard. One quarter. One quarter. One quarter. I'm giving you one. Fly the flag. In oh. covert. Go uh, Saints. With the Cats having fulfilled their commitments last night, I might say today... Go Kangaroos! <laughs> and thanks to our producer, Maddie Kovasta. Thanks to you for listening. Stay tuned now.